Hi, everyone. I'm Jake. Paul. I'm Eden. And welcome back to Cinema Circuit, where today we're going to discuss The Lighthouse. And if you're tuning in for the first time, we're going to break down our thoughts into four important segments, which include initial reaction for two points, plot pyramid for four points, uh, character development for two points, and rewatch value for two points, leading us to an overall value of 10. Uh, from here out, there will be spoilers, so be mindful of that. If you want to watch the movie beforehand, stop right now, go ahead and watch it on whatever streaming service, whatever you have, and come back and see what you think. So with that, I'll kick it to Paul, who can give us the quick synopsis on the movie. All right, so the synopsis of The Lighthouse, shocker, two lighthouse keepers clash. Wow, let me rephrase that. Two lighthouse keepers clash, making their duties difficult even before a freak storm hits and strands them at the lighthouse for months. Uh, so with pretty straightforward synopsis, just two guys essentially. Um, start going stir crazy and it's such a story at a lighthouse that being said uh jump right into initial reaction uh my initial reaction was very much like what the fuck is this <laughs> it definitely the plot was there and there's definitely some interesting elements to it that i liked especially cinematically all the stuff i could respect um but there was a lot happening which i'll go into with the plot uh my thoughts on the plot um but yeah, a lot happening, but a lot of really good visual stuff. Um, I definitely think in terms of my initial reaction, it definitely showed that Robert Pattinson can do more than just like the Twilight role. <laughs> uh, I've seen other movies with him in it. Um, this was shortly after I saw it. There was an A24 film that he also did called Good Times. Um, if you haven't seen that, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, but it definitely shows that he can he expands his horizon with acting and that he actually is a pretty good actor. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does down the line. And then I've always enjoyed William Defoe's work. He just fits like the crazy caretaker role. Um, and their interactions are done very well. I think the accent for Robert Pattinson threw me off a little bit, but as they explained it in the story, it made more sense of where he came from and building that for me. Um, but still, overall, my initial reaction, I'd say, is a one out of two. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked the first going into it. I think the like kind of slow buildup of their just insanity was done really well. It had pretty good pacing for it. Um, I think the like little hints of like Eldritch horror to it was very neat and fun and it added a little bit of mystery to was it them going crazy because they're stranded there or was it some kind of outside being causing them to go crazy and causing all these horrible things to them um uh, i i couldn't really place the accent either when i was watching it i thought that he was like in england or something uh, i think he mentioned a couple things that made it seem like he was from england but then i sort of leaned on uh, maybe they're just in uh new england uh because robert pattison talking about how he was like a lumberjack and was in canada so and he said up in canada right. so it didn't really seem like oh you're like across in canada um but i think my initial reaction i gave it a 1.75 i thought it was a really good uh movie uh, kind of like a horror movie that you can watch not really like in a limited you can watch it at any time pretty much yeah, I think, I think too, in terms of horror movie, it's not so much like, for me, it wasn't like scary. It was just more of like how people can 
go insane and like it was uncomfortable but in the sense of it was uncomfortable intentionally you're supposed to kind of feel what they're feeling yeah Um, yeah jake i don't know your thoughts but uh i didn't really like it at first i was very confused when i watched it earlier as soon as it popped up in four by three i was like all right someone thinks they're artsy but then it like as it went on and they're playing i guess to like older movies and just kind of how it felt and then i agree with what Aiden, Aiden said, I just, I kind of felt myself coming out of it and I didn't really give it a chance at first. And then by the end of it, I was just like, okay, you know, I did enjoy it. It's just, I very much was, kept coming out of it. Wasn't a fan of it. Um, I thought it was an odd pairing at first too. I didn't think Willem Dafoe or Robert Pattinson, cause I've only seen them in a few set of things where they all had like, Either the in their natural dialect cast, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, I didn't expect anything, and I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, still also couldn't quite pin exactly where their accents came from, but I mean, overall, uh, at first I was I wrote down that I was going to give it a 0.5, just partially, and like I kept coming out of it. Uh, I think I'll bump it to a 0.75. Um, I think I did enjoy it more thinking about it than I let on, but overall, I, I kind of kept coming out of it because. Uh, there were points where it was just kind of I wasn't full I, there was nothing that really made me feel engaged and I'd look up and I was listening for you know but I'll save that for uh, plot stuff so Paul if you want to go on to what you scored it for plot pyramid and your thoughts sure so um, <clears throat> I think looking at my plot rating I'm just going to change it just because kind of what you were saying Jake um, you know First, there's a lot of confusion, but I think it's intentionally made to make you think. Like I'm, yeah, this is where it sometimes runs into like when you're creating a movie, you have to like kind of leave your personal feelings out of it and like think of it from the actual standpoint of creativity and how they went about it. Um, I think that's where I was conflicted at first because there's a lot of like my initial like what is going on what is this what is this but then if you take the like time to think back on it it's suddenly like okay i could see where you're coming from kind of like what you were talking about and you know you don't know if it's like an outside force doing this if it's them going crazy or what the case may be um i think in terms of plot like it was clear that especially with robert pattinson's story that he was going there and kind of running away from something there's definitely like some confusion for me throughout the movie until he explains it himself um but you know once once he pieces that together then you think back on the little elements that they put in like he sees a dead body in the water with logs i remember initially watching that like what relevant like i'm so lost with this but then you think back on it you're like okay and i think when i rewatched it for this that's definitely where i was like okay and i could appreciate it more like the little things they did here and there um Plot wise, I think it was done pretty well, but there's definitely some elements of mystery that, you know, could still have it be an open book of whether or not this is in someone's head, whether it's outside force, whatever the case may be. And I really think they played back into an old story with like the old school, like, oh, you know, you have an albatross around your neck, like you killed a bird, it's bad luck sort mm-hmm. of deal. Um, and just like, you know, don't, don't do things you're not supposed to. The old um, sea. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it definitely plays into that. You just have to like, A, know your history of it. And then B, 
you know, pay very much pay attention to those little details. And it might be a movie where you have to watch it like two or three times to really grasp yeah. what's going on. Um, but with that being said, I gave it a three out of four. So uh, again, that one point I took away is just mainly because of some initial confusion, some uh, pieces that didn't necessarily give me clarity until I rewatched it. Uh, yeah, I also gave it a three out of four. Um, when I, I was pretty, conf- not really confused at the ending, but it was just kind of like I took it at face value. Yeah. Um, but a friend of mine gave me his theory on it was that they never reached it to reach the island. They crashed on like a rock or whatever, and they like landed on like what like just some rocks, and that's why at the end you see him getting picked up by the seagulls and that lighthouse is kind of like the last moments of his head while he's like slowly going insane uh because from the start he's always arguing with the seagulls and there's always like ripping at him so that's kind of like him getting brought back to reality um and it it makes a lot of sense in my head too because when i i when i first heard it i was like yeah it's like kind of weird but then thought about it a little bit more and the when he falls down the lighthouse he ends up not anywhere near the lighthouse like how did he get outside how is he like all this place yeah and that's what jake and i were saying as well too yeah how did did he make it from point a to point b yeah Yeah. almost dead i i I feel like he reached like that was like the peak of his insanity and then when he fell on the stairs and then he popped out that was going with your theory probably where he hit his lowest when he was like actually about to die when it snaps to the seagulls pecking at him on the mm-hmm. rocks but uh go on, go on oh yeah um the other things i guess like would be about the plot was that there's some things that were just a little bit too on the nose for me uh when he kills the seagull and then it pans up and you see the the wind thing and it just changes really hard instead of just kind of like casual showing you it, it really is like that as much of telling you without to actually physically saying except one of them does say like oh this crazy storm's coming like all this <laughs> stuff and it's like okay like i i can see that but also you basically just like really just threw it in my face and like oh, yeah like here this is really bad um, yeah i would agree for sure with that but yeah that was other than that it was pretty good story-wise it flowed really well yeah, over, I gave it a, a two. I mean, and that was just probably also a lot of confusion on my part. I mean, it's definitely one that uh, I agree with Paul. I'll have to watch again and realize now that I've seen some things, okay, now I can, or also having the sketch and I can point and look at things, but yep, okay, I see that. I see that. But initially, just a lot of it was, you know, with the wind having that sudden change after he very viciously killed that uh, seagull. But there were just a lot of points with their conversation or, you know, that if you didn't pay attention, you could easily miss it, which for me was also kind of a hard thing. After a couple minutes of them, just not just constantly. All right. He has the wheelbarrow. He's shoveling. All right. He's doing this. He's working on the roof, you know, um, that and they just very casually, very quickly. They're like, all right, we'll be here for four weeks. They had dinner like twice. And they're like, all right, we'll be done tomorrow. And I was like, okay. I, I was expecting it to go, you know, have a little more detail into it. Yeah, the timeline kind of seemed to just move really quickly at that point. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose it also makes sense of the, that kind of goes with the spontaneity and the randomness of, all right, now there's a mermaid we didn't know about. 
you know, in their head or in reality, who knows, or, um, you know, the dead body floating and just the random things that you always have to question are who's, is he really going insane? Is it a separate thing? Or I thought it was going to be a point also that it was just going to be him waking up on the boat and then him showing up to the lighthouse and just him being nervous because in that, you know, he admits like, oh, you know, my best friend died. I took on his name, you know, and him finally admitting that, oh, my name's also Thomas. Uh, so I gave it a two. I think um, with the dead body and the the thing is supposed to be his friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, later on it showed. But, yeah, it showed it. But yeah, but as it went on, like at that, and that was probably point. like his guilt of it when his like final moments. That's like also piecing. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the, the again after you explained that theory, that was the one thing where I was like, almost like if it was like a purgatory thing, like yeah. fighting with himself. That's what um, I initially thought a little bit. And the one scene where it's like <laughs> William Defoe is almost like. Poseidon over him and he's naked. And I I was so hyper focused. I'm like, what what the hell's going on with like naked William Defoe? Yeah. Um, but I kind of missed the point of like him looking over himself and then uh you know, him oh, with the trident or like the lights in the eyes or whatever. Um, and then there's one scene, I think it's like right after Robert Pattinson kills the seagull, where he looks up and there's a bunch more. So that might imply that like they're coming to kind of pick at him. And, you know, it's like little things now, like I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So definitely, I, I think, Jake, now, now with that theory, that probably makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Uh, but I think talking about William Defoe and all them, that's a good segue to, like, characters and thoughts on character development. So I'll uh, let you take it away, Aiden. Uh, well, characters are pretty easy. There's only two of them. <laughs> right. So uh, three if you count the mermaid. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Uh, I, I think the characters were pretty good. I give it a 1.5 out of 2. I think they were pretty solid and going crazy. Um, there were a lot of really cool lines in the movie to kind of like distinguish them or distinguish themselves from each other. Um, you have like the old sea dog with Willem Dafoe and then you had this like fresh lighthouse guy who's just trying to make money and do his own thing. Um, and with like them just going crazy it was just kind of fun to watch a little bit uh a little intense but also just kind of like you wanted to see how how just crazy and demented they would get um and like willem defoe snaps and he has that like minute long speech of him <laughs> screaming Mark. at him yeah <laughs> because he was mad that he didn't like his lobster and i, yeah. I, I kind of want to remember like memorize that speech so if someone doesn't like my cooking and can yell at them for like a minute straight at the same speech like all right i like man it's like god and everyone will forget about them yeah i think that's my favorite part yeah because it happened and then it just kept going and i looked at paul and he's still talking well it's <laughs> like i i have a i still reference that and i have a friend who i know listen to this where i'll like occasionally out of the blue like for arguing about something i'll go but you love me lobster <laughs> i know you do yeah, at the end he even admits he's like yeah whatever you love so they i will say i give it like fake points for meme worthiness there's definitely some stuff that like sticks out whether it's like you take it seriously or not uh definitely that and uh i think in terms of characters like you said um uh, you know there's only two characters that's really easy to dig in did you say what you rated it? I gave it a 1.5. 1.5. Okay. Yeah, um, so I'm in a pretty similar boat. I 
also gave it a 1.5. Uh, I Again, I really liked Robert Pattinson. I always thought outside of Twilight, he's done some pretty good roles. Um, I think he's a very underrated actor, and I think people who watch this will definitely kind of get that feel, yeah. um, especially preparation for seriousness for like him coming up in the Batman. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm excited to see him as Batman. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll do a really good job as like a darker Bruce Wayne or like someone who's conflicting with themselves and having like dark past stuff. I think this is definitely a good, almost like prelude to that, like helping him prep for that role. Um, so I, I really liked his role. Again, there's some stuff I was disturbed by, which is what docks the was well, the point of the movie though? Like, yeah. Disturbing well, aspect of yeah, it. but like there's something that was like, okay, I did not need to see Mermaid Vagina. <laughs> I did not need to see him jerking off in the shed. But in the same sense, like I get it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And especially with a lot of the the sound space that they create, there's a lot of different like noises and like hybrid <laughs> sound. What? The segue from jerking off to noises. noises. Uh, <laughs> Like, like they make you feel un- <laughs> visually you see someone jerking off and then they have these weird higher pitch sounds and music that makes you feel uncomfortable speaking so. of sounds the probably the scariest scene of the entire movie is when he goes up to the like at the end when he goes to the lighthouse and he opens it and he's screaming and it's just like completely distorted sound where it just sounds like like blown like out, audio. blown out audio noise, and like his face is getting blown out too. But the light, but it's yeah, weird it's like almost his face like chilling, was like filthy. But when the light, his face was clearing up, but he was still yeah. And it goes from like pure like joy and ecstasy into like complete like visceral fear, and he's just yeah screaming in pain and like terror. yeah. There's definitely like it's not even like uncomfortable uncomfortable at that point it's more like creepy it's 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 very disturbing disturbing yeah yeah i i gave it a uh initially i wrote down because i kind of how i always do is i just write down an initial thing and then i as i piece things together i'm like oh yeah then i actually when i start recalling i'm like no i actually think i feel better or worse about it um but i I, i'm gonna give it a one because uh once again i like just with the two actors I didn't think this would be a good combination. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and the only other thing I'd seen Robert Pattinson, and I've never refused to watch the Twilight series. And that's just yeah. mostly on a random thing. A bunch of my family members love it and just to spite them because they're like, you should watch. I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> right. Um, but one of those, maybe I'll go back just to see all the different types of characters uh, that Robert Pattinson is able to play. But besides that, uh, I kind of feel like even though obviously his character was way more, it was the you know, protagonist, the main person compared to Willem Dafoe's. We were with him a lot more and focusing more on his psyche rather than uh, that of old man Tom, the captain. But I mean, overall, I mean, it's just, it was really weird because I mean, going with the idea of it, I, I'd like to believe that they were both already crazy beforehand and then I, I like the amount of they went back and forth of it kind of almost felt like a, he even makes a comment about it, but you're not my father, you know, you're not this, uh, the other, like you just pay me my money. This is nothing more, but they still also keep going back to like that camaraderie relationship with they drink together, they sing together. I mean, they get in fist fights even before they actually, I mean, there's even the one they were dance, slow dancing together. And it was just like a, you know, and the, the, the young guy versus the old guy that Aiden mentioned, I think it's really cool 
in a way, because obviously the older guy still talks in a sailor-like way, what isn't common to him from their different areas. And obviously he's been working on lighthouses and talks about being on the sea forever. So, but yeah, at first I was just along with everything else. I wasn't really into it, but I think if I rewatched it here and revisited it, it would be something that my scores would probably be higher and change now that I have new information on it. But since I mentioned rewatching it, I'll go ahead and just do that real quick and then we can keep going. I would put probably a, a one on rewatch, uh, mostly because since I just watched it now, I'm not, and it was really, there's a lot to kind of really for me to still decipher and go through and remember. Uh, it is something I think I'd recommend to a lot of our friends or other people I'd meet and be like, you know, hey, if you want, you know, especially if they're into, I mean, October, people like scary movie sort of things. And even though this isn't necessarily a, a scary movie, I think it can be lumped in that category of thriller and something that uh, I think a lot of people I know would enjoy. But uh, one, just because, you know, I just watched it. Uh, but once you have an idea of what the movie is, I'm not sure of what the rewatch value would be for anyone else. So I'll go with a one. I uh, I would give it probably like a 1.75. I think it was pretty good to rewatch. Um, I probably like probably only like a one-time rewatch kind of thing where you'd watch it again just to see if you missed anything or you could pick up on that crazy theory of that he died before he got to the lighthouse. Um, so I think like it'd be a good rewatch about like has a good rewatch value of just trying to pick up things on that you missed. I mean, of course, if you didn't like it, you're not going to watch it again. But I think, I think if you do like it, it's you're going to get probably a good experience out of it the second time. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm in a pretty similar boat with you, Aiden. Uh, I put re- originally I had rewatched probably got one out of two, but I think the more we talked about it right now, even I bumped it up to 1.5 out of two because I feel like the value of this film is to talk about it with people. I feel like if you just sit and watch it and kind of stew it on it yourself, there's a lot of confusion that can happen. Um, not a whole lot of clarity, even if you don't do research on it, you're just watching like, uh, but if you're sitting and engaging with people about it, like, you know, theories or whatever else, like, it, you know, gets you going and you're like, oh, okay, well, I missed that or this or that. I think it's more engaging in the sense of it's supposed to have like an audience, like where you can talk and debate about it. So. Um, that's what kind of bumped it up to 1.5 because I think it is does have rewatch value in a group setting, like a lot of rewatch value. You can watch it with different people or even, you know, if you watch it with the same people, talk about the theories and then go back and try and like look for that. I think that's where a lot of that rewatch value is. So, um, and again, like outside of my personal bias of like go-to films, I like comfort films I'd watch. I think that's where the rewatch value is because again, a lot of films like rewatch value, you know, you talk about them a lot, whether it's uh, comfort, whether it's the plot itself, like, you know, so I think 1.5, and that puts me at a total of seven out of 10 for it. Um, no, <laughs> I figured I would just throw that out there while I'm talking about that, but yeah, I would say seven out of 10 for sure. Initially when I watched it for the first time, it was definitely lower because again, there was a lot of confusion, but I think, again, the big realization for me was talking about it and being like, oh, it's supposed to be a film that people talk about. So definitely a 7 out of 10 for me. I think mine totaled out to be a 7.75, which is, yeah, that, that seems about what I would give yeah. it if I was just like throw out a number. 
Um, I think it was really good. Um, and there's a lot of confusion with watching it, at least the first time. But I think it's really solid and pretty entertaining. Yeah, I have it now at a, a five. I originally had it at a three, but that was me really stewing on it before we talked about it, other than a couple of funny moments. Uh, you don't like my lobster and, you know, stuff like that. Um, other than, you know, I, I think now I'm, I'm in the same mindset of Paul's is not. So if I had watched it by myself, I would have kept that same mentality. Of, hey, I don't like it. Like, it's real weird. It's this, that, the other. But talking it out, I mean, I'd say it's a, a five and then, then your opinion is going to either go up or down from there. Just thinking about it because either you're going to see it and you're going to be interested in the other theories or looking at it or realizing, you know, the, uh, how, you know, were they crazy before they got there? Was the being stuck on the island that were they really had bad luck because of, you know, him disrespecting the sea and the sea gods and, you know, it's bad luck to, to mess with a seabird. Uh, bad but, luck to kill a seabird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, overall, yeah, I think it's it's good watching. You for some people, you might watch it once and never look at it again, or think about it and rewatch. It's definitely one that I would watch with other people in our friend group, and then after and just them just be like, "Oh my god, what what did we just watch? What the hell is right? This? Why? Oh, did it's we... definitely not for everybody. Yeah, definitely not. But I think I think that's a lot with a twenty four films in general. Like it's either hit or miss of people, or even like you know like. Some people were just like, wow, this is garbage. Or, oh, let's talk about it. Um, I think that's what A24 strives to do is like create that controversy. For like, yeah, the very like abstract. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Kind of stuff. But I think I think that about wraps it up. I think we all gave our ratings and I think we're in a pretty good spot to call it there. So yeah. thanks for those for uh, tuning in, sticking with us to episode nine of uh, season one here. Um, next episode, which will be our finale, is going to talk about The Guilty, which is a movie that just came out on Netflix with Jake Gyllenhaal. So tune in for that. Watch the finale or listen to the finale, whatever uh, route you're going to go there. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, wherever else. Follow us on Spotify. Um, we do all this stuff for you guys. and um, yeah, We have a lot of fun doing it. So be sure to tune in next time, and we'll see you there. See you. Later.